Are you a liar? <laughs> I think I was a liar, and I think it was holding me back. And I think it's holding a lot of people back. And I don't mean lying to like other people or stealing or scamming. Yeah, those are terrible lies, but that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about lying to yourself. I think it's something we tend to overlook, and we shouldn't. So let's figure out if you're a liar today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real food. food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. So why am I doing a podcast about lying? Well, I had a conversation with one of our coaches. It was our one-on-one meeting. And she uh, said to me, she was trying to figure out how to help a couple of uh, clients. And maybe, I can't remember what we were exactly talking about, but maybe she liked some of my responses. And then she's like, you know, something I've been meaning to ask you is how how you're able to read people so well. And she said a couple of details and she put she put more on top of that question that really made me stop because I think people have said that to me before, but it was more like in passing or it was more quick, but like she really nailed it. She really made me think after our one-on-one meeting. And so I'm like, you know, how, how do I do that? Or why do I do that? Why do I feel like I'm good at reading people? And I think it was because I was a liar to myself. I knew the words that I the words that I was saying, the excuses that I was making was a lie. It was me saying I'm too busy to reach my goals was a lie. It was it was definitely a lie because I knew how much I was looking at social media. I knew how much I might have been watching the Green Bay Packers. And so if you say you don't have time, which I said before to coaches, it's a lie. And so anywho, I also told her that, you know, I look at people kind of like kids. (laughs) I think, I think, I think adults are very simple and I think it, I think it makes me a better coach. Um, and I look at them like kids. I really do. Kids that need to clean their room. You, You, there's an episode I did about this, but I told her, you know, I think it'll help you read people if you think of your kids and you, you ask them, Hey, did you clean your room? And they're like, yeah, I clean my room. Okay, I'm, and then you tell them, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to check. And then they'll be like, well, wait, 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 wait. Well, see, they lied to me. They said they said they cleaned their room. They're, yeah, I cleaned my room and they wanted to be off the hook. But then I put some more accountability on them. Like, I'm going to go look at it. Okay, wait, just a second. I, well, I got to go do one more thing. Or, you know, when uh, my oldest will go to clean her room, she will. She has cleaned her room spick and span before. Like you walk in and you're like impressed. You're like, whoa, you did a great job. And then sometimes she won't do a good job. And then you go to hold her accountable and you walk into her room and you're like, why isn't, th- why isn't this put away? What about this? What about your clothes? What about this? And then she'll pick it up and be like, where does this even go? She'll act lost or confused. And, and you know what? That's a lie. Because she picked up those same clothes, the same toys, organized the same art books and pencils and stuff that she's always leaving out. And, and she organized them before, so I know she can do it again. So she lied to me by saying, well, where does this go? Even though like asking where does this go doesn't seem like a lie. It's like asking a location. It's a lie. It is. And so that's what I do when... 
you know, I'm talking to people. I'm not saying I'm not saying that everyone's a liar because a, a lot of a lot of the clients are, are really good. But I just picture it as like if I asked them, "Did you clean your room?" and how they respond, and. And when some, when when your kid, when my oldest really cleans her room, she wants to show it off. Like, Dad, when are you going to come look at my room? And I'll be like, just a, just a minute. I, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to finish up, and then I'll come look at your room. And then you, like, kind of forget. And then it's like, whatever, an hour later, like, Dad, when are you going to come look at my room? You said you were going to come up here. Like, she wants to. And I notice that when clients do well with their nutrition, they want that, that extra thorough look through, or they want attention, not attention, that's not a right way to put it. They, they They are open to uh, communication. They want to talk. And, and they have a lot of details. So like when my oldest cleans a room, like, hey, dad, come look at my pencils. You'll look at them. Like they're all in their blah, blah, blah place. And I put my uh, pictures in here and I put my stuffed animals in the basket. And like she has all the details. And when a client is doing really well in their nutrition, they have all the details. So you ask two clients, one that's a little more open with you and a little more honest, like, hey, how'd your weekend nutrition go? And they say, hey, you know, I ate scrambled eggs. I ate a turkey sandwich and I ate this and that. I'm like, okay. And that helps me as a coach because I can dissect how they did. So that's actually helpful. And then when somebody honestly does pretty crappy on the weekend and you ask, hey, how did the weekend go? They'll say, it went all right. Now, why do they say that? Right away, that's a lie. They know it didn't go all right. They know that I probably wouldn't approve of a lot of the things that they did. But they say it's all right because when we make a statement that's an opinion, then I can't dissect it. Like, it's all right. How do I dissect it? So that forces me to peel the onion. Like, you know, maybe I'll say something like, what does all right mean to you? How, like, is that good? Is that bad? Oh, I probably could have, you know, buttoned it up a little bit. So you see how it's just like avoiding the details, leaving out the details, it's omission. And so you don't, you don't want to lie to your coach. It makes your program worse because a, a good coach like waits to see what type of personality you have and then makes adjustments around that, makes adjustments and changes the program based on your strengths and based on your weaknesses. For instance, you know, if somebody's like telling me they're working out, so they, they check mark their workouts and I made their workouts and like, yeah, the workouts are going fine. Yeah, they're going all right. I'm like, okay. And then I just keep assigning these workouts that they're not actually doing. Whereas somebody's like, hey, you know, I feel off track with my workouts. I was, I, I don't know what advice you have, but I would like to do the workouts, but maybe we can change it to this or change it to that. And then you know what a good coach does? Changes it for the person so that maybe they will like their workouts or will be more likely to finish the workouts and hit and check mark complete on them. So if, if you're doing that, if you're leaving that out in, in your gym manager doesn't know how often you're coming to the gym, your personal trainer, you know, doesn't know what you're eating and you're not telling them the truth or you're leaving, you're leaving foods out of your food log for your certified nutrition, nutritionist that's analyzing your foods. That's lying to your coach, making the program worse for you. Okay. Lying to others is another one that I put a note here. And so I, what I mean by others is like your friends and family. And, and how I relate this is, have you ever heard of a closet alcoholic? I don't know if that's the right term for it, but basically you're in a, in a setting where you guys are like, there's a group of you 
and it's just like casual, like a holiday, picture a holiday and everybody's drinking like one to three beers. But like there's, there's this one guy that is like, I'll be right back. I got to go out to the truck and get my phone charger. (laughs) And he's actually out there slamming uh, liquor, which I shouldn't giggle because, you know, that, that's kind of a sad case where, you know, someone at a social event is just so addicted to being like trashed that they got to hide their alcohol or they'll hide it like in their underwear drawer, you know, or some people have alcohol hidden in like different spots that they know of so that when they're in a different room or they're in a, uh, you know, they're out and about, they know where to go get their, their hit of alcohol and people do that with nutrition. I know some of you are doing that. The most common thing is eating in your car. You're picking up everything you eat. You go through the drive through and you get a latte and a Danish and you eat it. And somebody's like, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, I had a lean egg burrito in a black coffee. <laughs> or, you know, going going through the drive through and picking out. And then when you get home, someone's like, you know, your spouse like made something and like, they're like, are you hungry for supper? I made this. And you actually just pigged out on like Panda Express. And you don't want to tell them like, no, nah, no, I I had a late lunch and I'm just, I don't know, I just don't feel hungry. But really you pigged out all day and stuff. And and that's lying to your family and friends. And I think I think we do that so that we, again, avoid the accountability. So when you lie to your coach, you avoid accountability. You're hiding your weaknesses. And when you do that to your friends and family, you're also avoiding the accountability and you kind of don't want to be labeled as someone that eats trash. Or like maybe you told some family and friends like, hey, I want to get back on track. Let's do this together, you know, and then you're the first one to fall off track. So then you you just hide all your food. You hide it. You don't you don't eat around people. And I don't just mean in the car. I've seen people like wait till everyone is gone before they start eating. Like you don't see them eating. And if if you've never noticed it, this in your life, I tell you, there's a lot more people like this than you think. Okay, so for the person that's like not eating at your work lunch, sometimes they're just afraid of what they look like. So they'll eat later when you're gone and stuff like that. Okay, anywho, uh, the next one is is the most powerful is lying to yourself. So we have lying to your coach, lying to others and lying to yourself. And basically what you're doing is you're selling yourself on staying off track. You want to stay off track. And so you're like, man, I want to stay off track. So what lie can I believe? Well, I deserve this. That's a lie. You just made that up. Like I had a tough week. I deserve this. I mean, maybe you don't deserve it. I think you deserve to take better care of yourself or like lying that you can't. Like I can't do that. And and that I, I think that's what makes a good coach good. Okay, if, if you're going to get your kid to clean their room, like my oldest, and I tell her to organize her little dolls or whatever, and she tells me that she can't, I do not accept. That is not acceptable. I have seen you organize these before. It's a simple concept. You're just not putting in the effort. So telling me you can't eat a certain way is not acceptable. Especially if you've done well in the past. You've lost weight before. You've done good on your nutrition. Yes, you can. You just don't want to. So saying can't 
seems like a powerful statement that you that you make to yourself like I can't eat healthy I can't follow this program it's complete bogus it's a lie to yourself and then you follow through and you believe it and you kind of live your life based on that lie like some people have quit diet and exercise forever because of that lie right there I can't do it I can never stay on track I can never blah 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 you know fill in the answer and then they give up for good I used to lie about being busy that, that's I would lie to myself about that one. I'm too busy. And I remember saying that to certain coaches that I was too busy. And I was watching like every single Green Packer, Green Bay Packer game. And a lot of Iowa State Cyclone games. (laughs) I said I didn't have enough time. I was too busy. And I would binge YouTube like every night. Or like anytime there was like a lull in my day or I got a little bit bored, I would pull up YouTube or some social media amongst other things that I can't think of. And then I'd say, I don't have time. I'm too busy. It's a lie. So I recommend that you stop doing that immediately. Stop lying to yourself first. Don't lie to others. If you have some great people in your life that kindly hold you accountable, that's a good thing. It means they care about you if they're kind about it. If they act like they're better than you, then they're just jerks. (laughs) And then don't lie to your coach. It makes your program worse. But it starts with lying to yourself. You can do this. It's a lie that you can't. You do have time. You just need to change your priorities. And you need to tell the truth. And if you haven't done that, if you haven't converted over to telling the truth, especially to yourself, it's a really good feeling. It's like you have an enemy out of your way. Like who wants to have an enemy always in front of them? But that's what you do when you lie to yourself. So as you guys know, I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.